Welcome to Indecisive Talks. This is going to be episode five, and I have my husband here. His name is Brian. Hello. Okay. So I wanted to ask you, we had a recent conversation about pooping in public bathrooms. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know you told me before, but do guys just go and literally let it all out? Um. Wow, great way to start the podcast. <laughs> I'm being serious. Um, um, yeah, you just, um, you walk, you mean in the urinals? No, I mean, like, actually, like, I mean, because it's different, because they have the bathroom when you stand up, but like, for girls, it's all sitting down, so you're kind of already there, but for guys, you, when you go to a stall, you know it's about to get down, right? Because that's where you're going <laughs> there for. Yeah. Right. So in the uh, in the urinal, yeah, you just um, you just whip it out and then. Um, <laughs> That's not what I'm <laughs> And then. That's not what I was asking. I'm asking like you leave when you go to the bathroom with the purpose that you're trying to poop. You go straight to the stall. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. So when somebody goes rather than you're than going to the urinal, they go straight to the stall. That's for that purpose only, right? Usually, men go to urinal first if you i mean if you have to pee you go to urinal and you don't you sit down to pee ever the, i know but that's what i'm saying but i mean do they not, ever go to urinals and then just stalls no why because you it's sure already efficient. know <laughs> <laughs> that's not what i was asking though what i was asking if like it's not like people don't care about the noise like they just like go yeah they don't care it's um it's very uh, loud and Ew. <laughs> what? <Ew. laughs> um, I just wanted to know because we had this conversation earlier today when right. we were talking about it. How there was this lady that went into the restroom mm-hmm. and she was making all sorts of noises right at the back. You hear like her put the little like cover for the toilet or whatever, yeah, yeah. and then you hear boom, 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 <laughs> yeah. boom. Um, but I feel like for most girls, the trial like hold it yeah they're not you know trying to make like uh fireworks <laughs> in the bathroom like they try to like hold it and if they're gonna do that usually we try to go like for one that's the personal one and not you know an audience mm-hmm. that's what no. i'm trying to say when, when i just flush and then go flush and go so it doesn't so it, you can't hear but it but what much. i'm trying to say other people is irrelevant yeah. they just kind of go and don't care yeah, over there it's just it's. Uh, I mean, from my from my experience in <laughs> well, you, the restroom, well, men's heard. restroom. Yeah, it's um, there's no discreetness. It's just uh, all the plopping and and, <laughs> and, and and noise you can. Yeah, no, it's there's no discreetness. It's just like they're like two two feet away from you. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no shame. There's no shame. No. It's not. It's I mean, not embarrassing. I feel embarrassed. If no, but I'm talking it, about for most people. For, like, for them, no, I don't think so. I think it's just like normal. So, what about passing gas in public? I think if they're more comfortable doing that, I think there's um, women are more like judged. Definitely not attractive either way, guy or girl. But mm-hmm. I think it's, yes. it seems like it would be more negatively. It would be more negative towards the um, woman than men. Usually, because like men are kind of known for being like not dirty, but like kind of like that's expected. 
Yeah, but you don't expect that from women. You expect them to be all proper and. Um, I mean, it's gonna happen. What I'm trying to say, like, I don't think either way it's right. I mean, obviously, there, there's gonna be a point. <laughs> there's gonna be a point in time you're gonna have to, but I mean, I would try to be discreet about it. I mean, sometimes it just comes out, you know. <laughs> Um, speaking of just coming out, just like the virus. <laughs> um, so, um, do you really think that it's a big deal, like they're making it sound, or like how it appears to to be portrayed? <clears throat> I I heard a lot of the rumors, and there's a bunch of conspiracies about um, how the virus started, and that China was messing with like bio biochemical warfare or whatever that they they were trying or something like that i think that people tend to overreact when they hear things just like the hurricanes i mean it's better to be prepared yeah and not to be prepared but being prepared doesn't mean having like you know um a lot of fifty thousand yeah <laughs> <laughs> all the toilet paper for you know the whole year um because uh, then you kind of cut off of the people that actually need it and it cut yes. and you know it makes it it's it not makes equal. it a problem and it's not like you you don't need it you're kind of being wasteful I mean eventually you'll use it but like <laughs> you eventually <laughs> use it yeah <laughs> and uh you'll use it but I, right now people panic and the only way for them to feel reassured is by being prepared and having things and they feel like if they have as much things as they can they'll be prepared for anything that comes but that's not reality none this well i think they're more more scared that there's going to be a lockdown and they're not going to be able to um yeah i mean i i get that i think that it's good to prepare be safe and sorry but then taking out a proportion like why is all the toilet paper out of it like yeah you're gonna need some maybe let's say there's a lockdown for a week or two weeks even if that happens you're not gonna go to like a box or boxes like from like Costco or BJ's or toilet paper. This is not gonna happen. And I mean, if, it depends. <laughs> if it's a big family, if you're a plopper, then <laughs> <laughs> if it's a big family, but it just it's not fair to everybody else that may not have the opportunity to because they doesn't mean that they're not preparing, but may have it may be because of the schedule or because they're they're busy, like single parents that let's say they work two jobs. And then they don't have time to buy it. It's just very limiting to them. Um, I just think that it's something to be concerned about, but it shouldn't be that serious. No, and if even if there was a lockdown, I was hearing that. Um, I think it was it Spain has locked is lockdown. I think it's, yeah, Spain. Spain and Puerto Rico. The banks are still open. They have to have the banks open. The hospitals are open, and I think the pharmacies are open. I mean, the hospitals have to be open to treat the patients, but I don't, I mean, I don't I know about the, ho- super, about the banks. I think some supermarkets have to be open. Well, to provide food. To just, yeah, because you can't cut off supply, food. Yeah, I don't think. Um, that wouldn't be, yeah. Unless it's very limiting, because I've heard that they had like, um, like a time frame that they could go out and buy stuff, yeah. and it's only certain members per family or something yeah. like that. I'm not sure how that's Like in Peru, working. for example, they're um they're limiting one person per household per household to leave the house to get material or whatever they need, you know. Supplies, um, yeah. Supplies and then come back home. That way there's not so many people and you know, um there's not 
that panic. There's less percentage of that getting spread out. Yeah, which is the most important thing I think they're looking at. They don't really, they're more looking at preventing infection and people to uh, gather in large groups. To I know that people in Puerto Rico were getting fined for that, like a crazy amount. It's crazy because people don't listen. They don't take mm-hmm. things seriously. They think it's a joke. And but that's what I'm, I'm saying. Not I mean, saying I think that it's serious, but not that. Serious. I'm not saying that. Uh, oh my God, we're all gonna die. Because like, even if that were true. Like, if we were all going to die now, I mean, what, and that's really pessimistic, but I'm just saying, like, what is the best course of action? Like, let's all run around and scream. Like, that's not going to help anything. That's not going to do anything for us. No, people have gone through it. People have had it, and, you know, they've survived. So, when we were dating, which was the worst date we had? That's a really good question. Are you going to give me your first worst date? I think my worst date when we were dating before we got married, it was when we first went to Disney and your mom tagged along. <laughs> oh, you're bringing that up. Okay. <laughs> because, I mean, we were younger but not too young and we didn't need a chaperone. So I feel like it wasn't, it was the worst thing in, in the sense that it wasn't the ideal thing. You know, that's not what I expected or I think you expected. She just kind of added herself yeah. that I think that's the worst date that I can think of that we've had what's your answer I can't think of any worst date except that one time I think we went to the Peruvian restaurant with your dad and my mom and it was just it wasn't a date it was more like an interrogation that was okay that was, okay that would yeah that, that, was, that would be I agree with that one too because it's the same thing it involves other people. It yeah. involves again your mom and then my dad. dad but then again, like, we intense. were we were younger. We were in high school. So in our last podcast, we talked with Randy, and then I asked him some questions that I'm gonna ask you too, because I want to know. Because I know before you were considering it about becoming a minimalist. Mm. So before you were considering to to do that, and I. Rest, what I thought was that it's possible for a guy or easier to, for a guy to become a minimalist but I feel like it's not necessarily suiting like it's not something that I would like mm-hmm. but I know that's something that you're considering to before but just because you're not applying that to your clothes would, that, would you apply to that towards or other things so there's this youtuber that I, I watch and mm-hmm. he has he's a minimalist and he has like a certain amount of shirts that he has, certain number of pants, certain number of shoes. He wears this like same color shirt, same color, mm-hmm. same thing every every day. Mm-hmm. Um, he and his workout clothes, whatever. Um, the point is just kind of to simplify your life so you don't have to like. Mm-hmm. It's making life easier. I think. I feel like we have so many options that it makes things harder for us than we need to. Have. You know, like they, we don't need to have eighteen pairs of shoes. Because we only have two Okay, feet. so there's two things about that. Okay, so in a way, I can agree that you're kind of reducing their options to potentially reduce delay in some things. Like, for example, like packing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, let's say if you have like five set of shirts mm-hmm. or whatever. So does that mean, like, just think about like how much laundry you're going to have to be doing how frequently... You're going to have to wash those same clothes. So 
yeah, you're reducing your time frame that it will take for you maybe to, to pick out an outfit. But how much longer is it going to take you for you to do your laundry? Like, wash everything, which maybe, okay, it's not a lot. But you still have to wait time to wash it, dry it out. How constant is that going to be? You know, how many times do you use the same article of clothing um, before, you know, you have to wash it? I mean, some people just use it once, some people use it twice. It just depends. But regardless of that situation, you're still going to end up, honestly, spending more time washing it than actually and enjoying your time out. What do you mean? So if you were to buy like one of those shirts, like black shirt, let's just say black shirt, mm-hmm. and you buy fourteen of them, like fourteen pants. But you're just saying minimalist. That's I know. like five, five. Well, not necessarily. It's just having. Well, okay. You see I don't what know. I mean? That's contradicting. I don't know. You, you see, so what you're saying is basically let's say five different shirts but a bunch of those five different shirts that's easy to do mm-hmm. but that's not being a minimalist minimalist is actually having legitimately five shirts but you're going to consume most of your time washing those top articles of clothing than more than anything like i said you're going to be you know out the door but you still have to wait for that time frame what i'm trying to say is that you know for example some people have work, school, whatever the case, and then they may not have time to do laundry. They can have laundry pile up or whatever. It's, it's that more, wouldn't be an option for a minimalist. You have to do it no matter what because otherwise you're screwed. I think it's more about not being materialistic and looking at things like valuing other things val- rather than just material things. Like, Well, that's that's a different I story. I think that it's more of like... Yeah, maybe I have to wash my clothes a little bit more, but I don't have to, like, I don't have to think about, like, oh, I have to get... It's kind of like a uniform. You just wear wear and go. You don't have to think about anything. You just, you know, do whatever. Um, I think that... Um, I mean, for that sense, you can just have pre-picked outfits. It's not that serious. At least for guys. I mean, for girls, it may be a little bit different. Again, I don't know. Not, we we can agree really, to disagree on that. It's not really about the outfits, so it's more about again having I, yeah, I understand having the less concept. focusing on um, experiences, memories, and um, non-material. I used to be big in in buying shoes, as you know. I and, know. Um, I think it wasn't necessarily. I mean, at least for most people, I think it's more like having something that other people don't have. Like, you can show it off and say, look, I have this, and nobody has that. It's more about so it's the not because you like exclusivity it. of having something. And, and and that's not necessarily great. I mean, who cares if you have a, a $1,000 shoe or a pair of shoes? I mean, how's that going to help anyone? And how's that going to so be it's memorable? Just, but it's just for showing off. It's not because you want it, or is it because you like it as well? I mean, I think it's a mixture of both. I think people like it. Not me necessarily. Like, I'm good with just getting, like, good shoes for a good price. I'm not talking about people, like, um, that purchase shoes because because they know that there would be, like, oh, you know, oh, I have these shoes and I'm, like, oh. Okay, so So they like it because they know what comes with it. It's not necessary because they like it because how it looks. Have you seen the Yeezys? Like, they look ugly as hell. And, but some people, like, you know, well, some people may like it, and that's fine if they like it. But regardless, the price difference for girls' shoes and, and guys' shoes and sneakers is 
really off balance like you can obviously yeah it can get to that point that it can be the same price or even a little bit more um but that's usually with either a brand or you know some some type of designer but typically you can find i think girls choose much cheaper than guys and what would you think it's the common price for guys sneakers price um so i think that i'm biased because I used to love shoes. I, know. I mean, I still love shoes. I just, I was more obsessed back then. Um, I learned that, you know, there's um, more important things than just buying materialistic things. Like, for me, a good quality shoe will probably be like $30, $40, 50 bucks, probably. You spend more than that. Of course. I mean, not now, but like before, I used to well, spend. What are you talking about more. now? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, I wouldn't spend over a hundred dollars on shoes. Mm-hmm. But I. But that's still pretty expensive, though. Fifty for just bucks for one for pair shoe. of shoe. I know. Like for me, I think that I think it's it's how you see it. It's for it's like, for me, I wouldn't buy a fifty dollar pair of pants, or a fifty dollar pair of shirt, or a fifty dollar jacket. But I would pay a fifty dollar pair of shoes. Yeah, and that's that's where I view it differently. Like for me, I would rather spend a fifty dollar on a jacket than on shoes because the jacket or whatever the article of clothing is is potentially going to be more durable. You know, I think about the time, the frequent times that I may use that or I'm buying that with a purpose rather than spending it on some shoes that are gonna end up on the ground, potentially get dirty, get to the point that. I mean, at some point in time, for both articles, I'm going to have to throw it away. Mm -hmm. But I feel like for shoes, it's just easier for you to throw it away because obviously they're constantly on the floor. I mean, that's just just how I see it. I I don't think it's worth spending more money on shoes rather than article and clothing. I 100% rather spend more money towards, like, I don't know, a, a jacket or some pants that I'm going to use more frequently. I'm, I'm basically going to get more use what, out of my money. No, you would. What more do you get good use of other than sneakers? I mean, you use you them know, every day. But if you wear them the same day, then they're going to get beat up. And, you know, all that money goes for nothing. I mean, yeah, but if you... It's also comfort, you know, how it, how the shoe makes you feel. I, I, I mean, purchased, that's a different thing, I purchased yeah. a long, long time ago some... Jordans at Nike clearance like for like 50 bucks or something like that this is a merch I got for a really good price because mm-hmm. at that point nobody liked them because of the color mm-hmm. um, and I ended up I had them for all of high school like four years and I think the, remember those were the ones that were squeaky <laughs> the, the so how they got to that point is that when was that? I think you were outside or, or you left the shoes outside. It was raining. For some reason, they would always squeak. Um, but I ended up selling those shoes for like $90. It used. I don't uh, know how that happens. But um, it's because people like good quality. So before I was really into playing video games. Back when I was way younger. Um, and... I mean, it was due to the fact that I had more more free time too. It was like around like summertime or or whatever, um, and that was actually the one in where I, when I lived with my mom that got into that, and then you know that got passed on to my brother and sister. But why is it that you like games so much? 
or generally for guys too? I think it's about having fun and being able to do something and being good at something. Like, if you were to play, like, a, like, basketball, 2K, you know, basketball game, and then at the end, right at the end, I would shoot the shot to win the game. At the end of the like, yeah! Like, it's, it's that kind of, it's like the excitement, the thrill, you know, it's, it's like all the emotions in one. <laughs> okay, so, I think that's a waste of time. Because, okay, so I, I can understand trying to get, getting out of whatever is currently going on, if you're trying to relax, if you're stressed or whatever, kind of distract yourself mm -hmm. from whatever situation for a certain period of amount of time. But overall, it's a waste of time. You're dedicating that time towards something that's not going to get you anything. Yeah, you might feel may possibly like a little bit accomplished after if you win or, yeah. or whatever but at the end of the day you've been staring at a screen for mm -hmm. maybe past like an hour and no hours. nothing has been accomplished if you really look at it and if you like okay this is weird but if you were to record yourself mm -hmm. it would just be like you know just a person just staring at a at a screen for i mean a period of time it's kind of like going to the movies but there's like like how okay how silly would it look like right if there's where the person i don't know whoever goes to goes to the movies and then that person or those people get recorded watching the movie like they must look really silly just looking at a screen kind of like all their mind and focus is on that screen and i mean i love going to the movies but what i'm trying to say is that that's kind of like how i portray it kind of how i see it you know just a person anybody just looking at a screen for a long period of time and like the world around you is still going on your problems are not going to go away you're not solving anything um yeah you're you're getting you know out of the situation or out of your head for a minute but i think if it's overused it's a waste of time i understand for a certain for a certain time because i used to be very obsessive with it but like looking at it now i have a different opinion on it but it's fun <laughs> <laughs> but it's a waste of time like what else would i do with my time productive things <laughs> <laughs> i think that there's different kind of guys there's some that really like playing games mm -hmm. and some that don't mm -hmm. but then there's a mix there's some that can be very productive and then you know they can play as well i just like think me. i just think that it's it's just a waste of time like done obviously in obsessive amounts just like anything that you do for you know a certain period of time anything obsessive that that's not good for you for if you're consuming a lot or whatever you know it's not going to be for you it's an interesting all, concept first of all you're wrong gaming is good okay Maxi doesn't agree Maxi I think that uh, gaming helps um, cognitive focus and it helps you okay how solve. how is it gonna help you focus when you're only focusing on what's on the screen when you but focus, not when that's around you you just focus on it and you may and you do good and then when you do good you feel good about it so you know you focus okay i made that up i don't know yeah. um i i think that um it can 
it could be bad. Like anything in um in excess, like you said, That's it could what I'm it, it could be bad. Like you know, cocaine, for example. <laughs> 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 we're talking about games not doing drugs oh okay um, which we don't encourage no we don't um, anyways I think that it's it could be useful to encourage like let's say you you play um, um, I don't know Apex Legends let's play it's like a, a shooting game right and you play in duo with the people I'd rather the racing Looney Tunes Okay. Or Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> okay, that's not going to help me in this situation. <laughs> I'm saying that it can help team building, leading, and communication skills. <laughs> so, no. Well, no, no. Hell no. Companies, Hell no. companies spend that were, so much money in team building. If that were to be building. the case, then kids will be brilliant. They will be they smart. They are. Oh but my god, most they? kids that play video games are brilliant. They're, They're geniuses. No. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> no, they're not because they're focusing too much on something that's not reality. It's something, like I said, to get your head away from the current situation, what it is. Everybody likes to have fun, and that's a certain kind of activity to have fun. I get it. But then, in excessive amounts, you're losing track of reality and what's actually around you and what's actually going to impact your life. Then, at that point, if you're, you know, allowing that. To control over your time, you know, you only have a certain amount of time in this world. <laughs> That's kind of sad, but it's true. And, you know, you're choosing to dedicate that time that you're never going to get back to Spoilers. a screen. We're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sad. Um, I think that... <laughs> this is not a negative um, space. It's a... It's a positive space. Um, <laughs> We're all going to die in positive space. In my opinion, there's games that help team building, communication, and then there's games that, you know, is just for, like, a brainless. Like, you can just, like, GTA. Candy Crush. You know, put three, candy color, crush put three colors different. in a row. Put three no, colors in I a like row. I like Candy Crush. And then it goes away. No. So... There may be some... Crazy cupcakes. <laughs> crazy cupcakes. <laughs> there may be some that can can have that um, that outcome. Or it was built for, for that purpose. But that doesn't mean that applies to all games. There may be some thinking games that you have to literally, obviously, think to, you know, to get to the next level or whatever the case may be. Like Candy Crush is one of those games that you have to think. Yeah. You cannot just win. There's some that, you know, compared to, for example, GTA, that you're doing whatever, shooting people and stuff. You're doing missions. There's some slight thinking about it, but it's mainly just like... You have to be you know, creative sometimes. Oh, my God. It's like, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not supposed to be, you know, a game that there you, you think about. It promotes creativity. It promotes violence. No, well, not just... I'm not talking about GTA specifically. Okay. But yes, I can see that how... Well, does, does uh, video games... I mean, there's been articles about this yeah. that, you know, games promote violence for kids. I mean... And then that affects how they, you know, when they get older, their behavior is going to be. And I agree with that. You think that... But yeah, I play, I play games like that. No. Yeah, but you're an adult. You're not a kid. What I'm trying to say, if, it, if a kid watches that at an early age... Not that it will, I because you never GTA know. I used to play GTA when I was, like, 12, like, 
10. Like, my brother had it. He was older than me, and he had he had GTA 3, I think it was. Like I said, I'm not saying that it's going to happen or is guaranteed to happen to everybody because I think there's a lot of elements that can shape that or determine that. I think that it could have an effect if at an earlier age you're kind of exposed to that scenario or that situation, but then, you know, that can affect your childhood, but then it also you know, has into affect how you were raised, you know, where, where you're at, your parents. But imagine, you know, being or having access to that at an early young age and, you know, being an unfortunately not a good situation growing up. I mean, that has to have some effect. It's not going to happen every time. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. You know, at the end of the day, like you said, yeah, they're just games, but it is going to have some effect with conjunction of other things combined I think I that think it will. It's, a, it's like if you're raised knowing that that's fake and that's not real like people watch action and they don't go killing people yeah so but then some people can have an effect later on in the mentality you know, you know, if, just like you know if you have the mentality that it's, like there's some things that can happen that can trigger that no I know but I'm saying like if you have the mentality that it's fake and it's, it's not real because it's not everyone knows that's not you don't yeah. go see yes but there's some people that get consumed no, I know. about it you I'm know and that's what I'm trying to say that it get it kind of gets into excessive amounts and that kind of like consumes not only their time but at that point their mentality and later on that will evolve into their actions which is really sad just you know for a simple thing that is supposed to not supposed to but can help you kind of like forget what's going on distract you you know make you have fun great like it's nice all fun and games mm. but and just literally someone gets hurt you know and, and that sometimes can be that person doing that to themselves did you know that there's a professional league for gamers like it's called esports no it's like um, they there's a bunch of people they have sponsors they get paid a bunch of money just no, I mean games. I'm pretty sure they do because no matter what it, the obviously people the developers that are producing those games mm-hmm. you know there's um, there's a market for that so mm-hmm. no matter the, the age whether you're really young or, or you know you're on the older side there's the market there's different type of games for all ages so obviously they're gonna promote that whether you know it's good or bad whatever it is they're gonna want to promote that and expose that because at the end of the day that's their business and you know that person cares about their business and that's it and they will do everything possible to to promote it and i understand that i disagree though i think gaming helps in a certain way develop certain attributes that could be that could be beneficial for um for, you know, I mean, isn't there's a bunch of games on apps like um, what is it? Um, there's a bunch of games like brain games that you do to improve cognitive mem- like cognitive memory. See, or I whatever. don't, I don't know if those really work or not. But they are some, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like I th- I think of it that way. Like maybe maybe yeah, some games are worthless. Like this is just <laughs> like you just for fun or whatever. It's just like mindless game. I but know. there's some that you have to put some thought into it. There's a bunch of games where it's like puzzles, right? You have to think about, um, if you have to think about things in a certain way in order to solve problem, which is real life. Like if you think about it, real life, we solve problems, we find solutions. 
But we don't really think about it as a game. Because it's life. Because it's, real it's life. reality. It's reality. But at the same time, when you play GTA, you're living okay. a gangster's we're life. This, we're getting out of this GTA You're trying to solve problems. So you got to push. So right now, because of the situation what's going on, unfortunately, with the virus and some people that are, you know, locked down, there are a lot of promotions for food delivery. Mm-hmm. Which I think that it's it's kind of it's very smart actually for those companies to to have that kind of more emphasized or advertised right now mm-hmm. because for all the stores at least in here in Orlando it's crazy like even Costco BJ's like everything as far as toilet paper um you know chicken steak water basic things that you will f- typically find. If now one store and the other, it's mostly all empty. Like, there's a bunch of pictures. I think that only here in Florida, but in other places as well, that everyone's going crazy. Mm-hmm. So, advertising that right now, I think it's a really smart idea. Um, it's, and, you know, uh, more people that may not have, a, have access to or were not able to buy anything that they may need it as far as anything food related that's what they're going to be doing that's what kind of they're going to rely on mm-hmm. and that you know that business whatever it is is yeah. going to rise right now there's definitely a need yeah um, and i think that they've seen that and mm-hmm. they're Which gonna smart. they're um they're definitely taking advantage to execute a plan to um um take take advantage and um mm-hmm. uh, make it a you know Monetize on this situation, basically. Yeah. I mean, just yesterday, I got insomnia cookies. Now, I didn't need insomnia cookies, but I love insomnia cookies. And then today, I saw... Please sponsor us. (laughs) Yeah, please sponsor us. Um, But then today, I get an email for free delivery for insomnia cookies. I'm like, oh my God, I should have got insomnia cookies today. And I almost did again. I'm like, no, too much. Um... (laughs) But a lot of places are are offering free delivery, mm. and you just pay obviously the the fees. But even with just free, free delivery, or you're just paying the fees, it's still a pretty good deal if you're not able to obtain any food to cook, or to you know not have anything to consume. Most restaurants in around downtown they're closing. Mm-hmm. Um, either right now they're gonna be open for a few more days. Um, and then they're gonna close starting next week, and then some are just already closing. Um, even Walmart has a restriction, and Walmart is always open twenty four hours. So that's, that's even for for Disney to close. That's when things are serious. So you know. Yeah. Um, I think that they know that people are gonna be like, "Oh, okay, I'll just do, uh, I'll just get Uber Eats or whatever mm-hmm. and stuff like that." But are there people actually going to be willing to be delivering? exposing themselves to whatever i'm not sure i mean the last email that i got is kind of like a new feature that they were um laying out for dropout so basically you have the option when you're ordering something from a delivery service that instead of either you meeting the person outside or the person you know knocking on your door or whatever you can have the option of dropping it off like Mm -hmm. in your front door so there's no contact with that person dropping it off so that person, let's say you order Chipotle. Again, please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> and then you order Chipotle. Then they have your food. Then you would choose that option in in the in the app. 
mm-hmm. or you know on the website and then they'll drop it off in the entrance and then you just obviously as they're driving off then you will get it so you don't have no contact with that person at that point this is the thing that i mean it kind of works for both ways that you're not spreading whatever you may have to that person and vice versa mm-hmm. but the concern will be if the delivery person doesn't have that because then at that point it would just be the delivery person spreading that to everybody yeah that would be bad right that would be pointless yeah i mean i think that's a really smart idea uh, they would just have to make sure that the delivery person doesn't is I mean, not contagious or doesn't have any you know disease because it just kind of beats the purpose I mean, in order for them to have people out there they mm-hmm. have to make it worth worth it for them exactly and they're gonna have to they're not only not charging delivery, but they're going to have to pay more um, for the delivery I mean, people. But then at the end of the day, that's a smart idea because I'd rather take, you know, maybe a cut and get still some income rather than leave it how it regularly is and take a larger cut. I'm, I'm having a greater mm-hmm. loss. I'd rather have a people, minor loss. Why would people want to order Uber Eats or Postmates if they've already stocked up? I mean, look if you look but at what... what if... Okay. Well, what if people didn't? That's mainly going towards those people that didn't get anything, that don't have anything, or that, you know, regularly eat out, and they didn't either have time, or not able to get certain things. That's kind of where it's, I think, aimed to, um, mainly. But even so, like, for example, like I said, I, I didn't have to get cookies. I just really wanted the cookies. Really wanted so I ordered it. Like, if I really want something, I'm going to order it. I think but after a while of eating just home food, you sometimes want to eat something. Yeah. Like, you want a variance or a change. So, I don't know. But I think it's, it's mainly going towards to people that potentially didn't have a chance to buy something. Um, or groceries, and then they're kind of that's the last resort. Like, there was no chicken at Publix, like, it was legitimately all empty, which is crazy. And then the frozen section was almost all empty, too. So, that's kind of limiting your options as far as you can eat. You know, if you're a vegetarian, mm-hmm. maybe you have a little bit more options, but even for other people that may have other dietary just you know restrictions it can be even more difficult for them to even find anything um for them to consume which is not fair to them but that just kind of how things are now yeah it's pretty bad out there so like most puerto ricans or majority Mm -hmm. well yeah most um why do you like bed bunny so much who i don't know (laughs) <laughs> like I like him like if I were, like any artist like cause it sounds good like mm-hmm. like it's it flows good and there's like like it doesn't even mean like I like artists that aren't Puerto Rican it's not necessarily because no, they're no, Puerto Rican no. I, I know I know that what I'm trying to say is that um specifically uh, Puerto Ricans are really into his um music and other people from other countries are really into his music too mm-hmm. but Specifically, I don't know because they're really proud or what it is. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm proud because he's Puerto Rican and mm-hmm. he's like really good. But I think it's also because of his talent. Like you mm-hmm. don't get into that level of uh, you know music by just being mediocre. You have to be really good. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's like 
I'm not gonna say he's like, oh my god, the best artist in there. And I'm not gonna say like, oh, I'm a fan because <laughs> I don't like. I like his music, mm-hmm. but I don't like the content. If that makes sense, I like. So you wouldn't want to go to a concert. I wouldn't <laughs> want to go to a concert because I don't like what the things he says. Like sometimes he says things that are like way inappropriate. That's uh-huh. not really necessary. Uh-huh. I think it's I like his like el flow, like the flow, the the music the and the rhythm and the way he but uses I heard his, words. His concerts are really good. I know, but you know, I'm not. Uh, I would want to go. I mean, sure, but they're like a hundred and something dollars. I think. Is that about that? I think that there's also, like, the way he uses words with, like, double meaning. There's... I, I was going to use an example, but it was inappropriate. <laughs> and, yeah, no. I'm, okay. I'm still depending, debating about no, saying it. No, it's but okay. I understand what you're saying. It, it's, 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 it's something like, like, when you hear it, it's like, oh, it's kind of like, like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. Kind yeah. Of thing. And then it, it's, it's like that sometimes throughout the song, like, it, it rhymes and it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You know, it's like... But do you think that he writes all of his songs or he has people write it for him think, or help him? I think, well, he says... Well, I don't know him personally. But uh, <laughs> I um, I think he said... I saw an interview. I think he said he writes it himself. But I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure someone's helping him or he, someone's writing songs for him. I don't know. It's hard to tell. His first album was really good. For example, Costa Cruzuela is an artist that uh, had a really good album at first. He had an album, like, a long time ago. Yeah. And, you know... It was pretty well known. It, yeah. He, uh, um, it, it was really obvious that he had uh, someone, like... Like, I don't know if you knew, like, Kendo Capone. No. Um, it was one of his writers. They call it, like, Ghostwriters or whatever, where they, they write mm-hmm. songs for him. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, a lot of artists that do that. But I mean, how how would we know? Like, I mean, I was just I was just wondering with that. I mean, <clears throat> I think that most people that they may write a lot of their own songs in the very beginning because you're starting out. So you're starting out with your literally your all, you know, your content full, hmm. fully creative or whatever you make. Um, but later on, once things get a little bit more busy and you have had some songs out there. I mean, depending on situations, people can still stay creative and do their own songs. That's a possibility. But I think that maybe, you know, if you're trying to come out with certain X amount of songs, um, an album, and you, you know, cannot come up with the lyrics or you're not in that creative space, you're going to need some assistance. But there are a lot of people or writers that help, you know, create the songs for the people. You're like, hey, what what rhymes with... um... Uh, and then it's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think it's just about finding what rhymes with this, but it's it's more of like the, being in that creative space and people that actually do that for a living and have done that for other artists. So it depends on the type of style mm-hmm. that they may sing too. Have you seen that um, that show Songland? No. Oh wait. We think yeah, we, we saw, saw it. Yeah, we saw it together, right? Yeah, yeah, we saw it. They um that they start they make us they that was like. Um, that they make their like, com- people that make songs and then yes. they try to find the next best hit or whatever. Yes, I forgot about that. And yes. I think that's how it is. Like I don't know. I'm I got the impression, and I don't know if this is real or not or mm-hmm. whatever. But like people, there's people they pay people to write songs for them, and you know see which ones you know. I mean basically, the best. yeah. 
That's what it is. If they're, I mean, if they're touring and they're they're have concerts and they have. That's what I'm saying. When are you gonna have how, the time how, to do that? Then, I mean, some people can can have that break and then create those songs within that time frame. It just depends on how creative that person is and you know what their process is. But I'm pretty sure at some point they're getting some type of some type of help. Just like if a if a person you know has worked for a place for a certain amount of time frame, like after a while, you know if if your if your job is very stressful, you know you're you're gonna burn out. You're gonna need some help. Yeah. So I think that applies to artists too. Mm, I would like to think that he doesn't, just because mm-hmm. I think I don't know why I think so highly of him. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of. I mean, he, he does have... How many albums? He only has two. Well, three. three but the second one is kind of like a mini one because it was like a couple of songs. But the other... He has been in a lot of songs but doesn't have a lot of albums mm-hmm. of his own. He's just been a, a part of different songs. Right. So, I mean, he became very popular even without being... Or having, I'm sorry, his own songs. Just being part of other songs. I, I mean, that's the thing that's a smart way. Kind of like promoting yourself towards other people's music um, in the sense that, you know, you're just kind of tagging along, but obviously you're, you know, you're helping create the song too, but it's not entirely your own. In this case, he has, like, entirely his own everything, you know, and then other people are just featured in when it. I, when I first heard his, a song from him, I was like, wow, this guy's really good. And then I started listening to him, listening to him, and I was like, oh, snap, I really like this guy. And then I didn't know he was going to get, like, so popular. Mm-hmm. But I knew from, like, the first time I heard him, I was like, oh, man. Like, he, it was like, everything was on point, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Sam, this guy's really good. But I would like to believe that, you know, he writes his own things and it's, like, all from him. Okay, this wraps up this episode. See you See next, you next time. time.